Thank you all again for coming out this morning. We are glad, we are glad that you are with us. You might want to uh, turn your Bibles to 2 Peter chapter 1. We'll be reading from there in, in just a minute. While you are, are turning there, I, I might tell you a couple of things that have been happening here. You may have noticed we're trying to work on our parking lot uh, uh, just a little bit. Freddie George is doing that work for us. He, he started it last week, but obviously the weather has interrupted him uh, just a bit. Uh, Freddie always does a good job for us. and I told him Thursday afternoon we wouldn't let anybody but him touch it. Uh, he will be back to, uh, to finish the work on the parking lot. Also, if you happen to pass through the kitchen area over here, you might have noticed that bright, shiny floor. Tom Holland and his family uh, did that work for us, and it, and it really looks good. And i got to uh, pass something on to you. I was telling Tom what a terrific job they did and how good it looks. He said anybody who scuffs that floor gets 50 lashes. So, so you, you, you are warned. You are, you are warned. I talk a lot about encouragement. I preach about it a lot, and I know I do. Maybe, maybe I run it in the ground just a little bit. But the, the reason I do that is because I just believe it is, it is so important that we encourage each other and help each other and support each other. We're, we're all trying to get to heaven. And it only makes sense that we, that we would try to help one another get there. With that in mind, look with me at 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 10. Peter writes, Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure. Try harder. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. For this reason, I will not be negligent to remind you always of these things, though you know and are established in the present truth. Yes, I think it is right. As long as I am in this tent to stir you up by reminding you. Have you ever seen a campfire as it's, as it's dying down and looks like maybe it's, it's just about to go out, but you can take a stick and, and stir that thing just a little bit and that flame will come right back up if you, if you stir it up a little bit. You are already good people, every one of you. I can say you are good people. You already believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. You believe that the Bible is the Word of God. I don't have to convince you of any of those things. You already have that. And so this morning, I'm just going to try to stir you up a little bit and motivate you to try even harder to make your calling and election sure, to motivate you to try to be the absolute best Christian that you can, to try even harder and put forth even more effort to make your calling and election sure. I, I'm, I'm just trying to, 
to stir that fire that is already in you. you you've got it. You, you've got that, that spark, but, but maybe, maybe it's dying down just a little bit. We, we, can't, let it, we can't let it go out. It's, it's so easy to, to just relax. We put it on cruise control. And we just start going through the motions of living a Christian life. Let me, uh, Peter used the word remind you. So let me remind you of just how much effort it takes to live a faithful Christian life. It takes some dedication on our part. Uh, Living a Christian life is uh, like running a marathon. You got to keep running towards the finish line. But you know, a lot of those long distance runners, those runners like like TA who sometimes uh, enter the the shorter road races who who know when they start they're not going to win. Now, this is uh, this is for recreation and and for the fun. I'm trying to finish, and I'm just racing against myself. I'm I'm not going to win this thing. A, a lot of a lot of those kind of runners who are truly not competitive, when they run those run, long races, they walk a little bit. They walk a little. You know, they run and they they start to get tired. They walk for a couple minutes, and then they start running again. A few years ago, I was reading an article in in Runner's World magazine. And it actually advised. It, it said this is what you should do. If you're one of those kind of runners, you know, who's running for the recreation, for the fun, when you're out there training, walk a little bit. Don't run yourself into the ground until you're falling down. When you start getting tired, walk a couple minutes and then start running again. It could be as you run your Christian marathon, you you might need to walk a little bit sometimes. But don't stop. Are we running this morning? Or watching everybody else run? How how much effort are we are we putting forth? If we are not serious about living a Christian life can we truly say that we are faithful? And we might say, well, I, I come to church every once in a while, T.A., but are you a faithful member of the church? That's the question I'm asking you right now. We are serious about taking care of our children, aren't we? And we should be. That's an important matter. We're serious about making a living for our family. We should be. That's an important matter. There might be some things that we just we just like to do, like like my running. We just we just like to do it. It's not really it's not really important. We might take those things a little bit too serious, you know, running and fishing and going to the ball games and those those, those kind of things. Not really that important. We might put too much importance on those things. Well, losing our soul is bigger than every one of those things. But we might not see it that way because us humans, we, we, we get our, our priorities mixed up. You know, those things 
that are really important as opposed to those things that are not all that important. Sometimes we get them mixed up, don't we? Now God wants everybody to go to heaven. We need to understand that God wants everybody to make it to heaven. 1 Timothy 2 and verse 4 tells us that He would have all men to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. 2 Peter 3 and verse 9 tells us that He's long-suffering to us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God wants us to go to heaven. And so He has provided the way for that to happen by obeying the gospel, repentance of sins, confessing the name of Jesus Christ as the Son of God, immersion in the waters of baptism for the remission of sins. And then Revelation 2 and verse 10 tells us to be faithful till death and you'll receive a crown of life. Those things will not happen accidentally. We have to make them happen. We have to, to put forth some effort. But most folks in our day, we, we can probably all understand this. We've got a lot going. Most of us do. We've got a lot going on in our life. We've got that job. Got to go to that job every day. We, we've got a family. We, we have children. There are, there are things that, that we just need to do. And when that happens to us, many times church goes to the bottom of our to-do list. Maybe that has happened to, to some of you this very morning. When that happens, we, we stop putting forth the effort that we need to, to remain faithful. Do you, do you see where I'm going with this? We, we're, we're not trying hard enough. We've dropped out of the race. We've sat down by the side of the road and we're watching the other runners go by. We're not running our marathon anymore. And that can happen, my friends, to anybody and we might not even realize what has happened to us. I'm just trying to stir you up this morning and, and remind you that these things can happen to anybody. If we lose our soul, we won't be able to blame anyone but ourselves. With the chances and the opportunities that we have, it, it can only be our fault. And we can offer lots and lots of excuses. Uh, I'm, I'm busy. I've got lots to do. I think we could all relate uh, to that one. Someone might say, I don't like the preacher. Well, you have a right to, to feel that way. I don't like the song leaders because they, they don't sing the songs that I like to hear. One guy told me he couldn't come to Sunday morning service because him and his wife like to go out and eat breakfast on Sunday morning, so he couldn't come to church. Listen closely to what I'm about to say. This is important. None of those excuses or any other that we might offer will stand up on the day of judgment. Do we get that? Are we understanding 
that no excuse that we offer will be good enough when we stand before the judgment bar of God. They will not hold up. We will determine. We will. We determine whether we go to heaven or not. The plan of salvation is there. It is available to us all. We all get a chance at it. There's not a lot of opportunities in the world that are open to everybody. This one is. We all get the same chance. And we have time. And we have opportunity. And we know full well what we need to do. The question for us this morning is, what are we going to do with that chance? We've got it. It's there. What are we going to do with it? There is a passage in 1 Peter chapter 1. Turn, turn with me there. To 1 Peter chapter 1. And we're going to look at verse 18 and 19. Talking about the things that are important. And the things that should matter to us. 1 Peter 1 and verse 18 knowing, I like the way Peter starts that one, we we do know, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. Jesus Jesus left heaven. He he was already there. He was already there. Somebody might say, Jesus died on the cross so he could go to heaven. Nah, nah. Jesus was already in heaven. He left heaven, took the form of a human, and died on the cross so we could go to heaven. Is that important? Is that an important matter to us? I, I truly believe... I really do. I, I really do believe this. This is not just a, a line in a sermon. I promise you it's not. I sincerely believe that where we live, we have a better chance of going to heaven than most people in the world. I, I truly, I truly believe that. I, I consider it a great blessing. Where I live, that is a great blessing. We the church is strong here. There's Bibles all over the place. We need not fear in any way. If, if we believe in Jesus Christ and we want to come to worship Him on the first day of the week, we don't have to be afraid of our government or, or anybody else. We can do all of those things. It is available to us. You tell me where we could go in this whole world and have a better chance of going to heaven where we are right now. All we need to go to heaven, us, you and me, all we need is enough want to that it will make us put forth the effort that we need to be faithful. That is all we need. Need I, I, I'm going to heaven and nobody's going to stop me. That's the spirit that we need. In the Beatitudes, 
Jesus, Jesus said, Blessed are they that do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Jesus uses two basic human needs here, hunger and thirst, to teach us this lesson. Have you ever been really, really hungry? I mean really hungry. Things that you otherwise, if you had a, a, a plenty of choices, you would, you'd pass that one by. But if you're really, really hungry, it starts looking pretty good. If you're really hungry. Have you ever been really, really thirsty? You just want something that's wet. You just want something wet. Well, Jesus tells us that we need to hunger and thirst after righteousness. And if we don't have that hunger and that thirst for righteousness, we're probably not trying hard enough. We're not taking this serious enough if we don't hunger and thirst for righteousness. Lack of... Think about this. Think about this just for a moment. Lack of want to is the only reason many folks are lost today. <laughs> that, that's the only thing. Think about that. The only thing that's holding them back is they don't want it bad enough to be willing to do what it takes to be faithful. That, that's the only that's the only thing. It almost makes you want to grab somebody by the shoulders and shake them. And, What's the matter with you? That's the only thing holding them back. In Matthew 16 and verse 24, Jesus said there, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. But in our day, folks are going to say, Wait a minute now. You're telling me i got to deny myself? And, and that cross you're talking about taking up, it better not be too heavy. Uh, we're, just, we're just not willing in our day to, to try hard enough to, to put forth the effort that it takes to go to heaven. And so I'll close this lesson this way. And it might sound like I, I was reluctant. You know, you, you spend time and you, you work on these sermon outlines over the course of the whole week and you're always changing and adjusting it and adding something in and deciding, I don't believe I'm going to say that. And with this, with this particular part of the lesson, the very end of it, I think I've changed my mind about five times. But I've, I'm going to do this and I, I'm not trying to be a wise guy. I promise you I'm not. I want, to, I want to end this lesson by asking you two questions. First one is, how bad do you want to go to heaven? Do you want to go bad enough that you're willing to try hard enough to make that happen? How bad do you want to go? And the second question is a little more personal. Please don't be offended. How bad do you want your children and your grandchildren to go to heaven? How bad do you want them to go? Do you want it bad enough that you're willing to put forth the effort to be a faithful Christian yourself and lead them 
towards heaven? Do you want it that bad? It's up to you. How bad do we want to go? The Lord's invitation is extended this morning. If you have never obeyed the gospel, are you willing to put forth the effort to obey the gospel, become a Christian, and live a Christian life? Are you willing to do that? This is your chance. That, that chance that we talked about that, that's available to everybody. We, we've all got it. We can all reach out there and get it. Are you willing to repent of your sins? To confess your faith in Jesus Christ as the Son of God and to be immersed in the waters of baptism for remission of sins? Are you willing, are you willing to do that? Or perhaps you have done those things at some time in your life and, and you truly believe that you were willing to put forth that effort that you needed to give, but for some reason you just didn't get that done. Just didn't make that happen. Well, the great thing is God gives second chances. If you stopped running, get up off the side of the road and start running again. Repent of those things that caused you to stray. Ask for the prayers of the faithful and be restored. While we stand and sing.